if you two had to list your biggest expenses for the month, where would food fit in there? According to the USDA, for a couple, groceries are around $600 a month, while a family of four on a moderate spending plan pays over $870 a month. That's not counting lunches out at work or date nights. Today, we're discussing ways you can eat well, have some fun, while slashing your food bill. Welcome to the Couple Money Podcast, the show where we share stories and advice on building up your marriage and wealth together. I'm Elle Martinez. Support for this podcast comes from Jumpstart Your Marriage and Your Money Masterclass. This course is designed to help you two get on the same page with money, dump your debt faster, and get you on the path to financial freedom. Sign up for the class today and get lifetime access. Just head over to couplemoney.com slash jumpstart. Since this is America Saves Week, I thought it would be the perfect time to tackle a huge expense for many couples and families. Food. Whether it's groceries, lunches out at work, or going out as a family, this is something that can snowball very quickly. And it's tricky because food at the essential level is a true need. But many of us go beyond the essentials. And if we really evaluate how we're eating and spending, there's probably room for improvement. However, this is not an episode of roughing it or deprivation. I personally find food to be a fun part of my social life. And we enjoy eating. Just like fad diets rarely lead to anything meaningful. Seriously slashing and burning your groceries to their bare minimum can and does backfire. I'd like to share some ways to be balanced and to disprove this myth that clean eating, living well, having delicious meals, that that's expensive. Amy and Tim Rutherford are here to help out. They were big spenders and that included a lot of eating out and living it up. Today, we'll discuss what triggered them to change how they were spending, ways they were able to enjoy eating out and eating well without killing their budget, and coming up with go-to meals that rock and don't require you to become a chef. These changes help them to retire early, so take what you can and try them out. You could very well find yourselves having a great time and growing your bank accounts. And please stick around to the end because there are going to be some ways you can win money to fill out your savings, including a $750 giveaway and a special giveaway just for a couple money listeners. All thanks to America Saves. Hope you enjoy. I think people have this association, well, if I'm frugal, you know, obviously that means I'm cutting back and I'm depriving myself of something. But when I was reading that article in particular, I didn't feel like you guys were depriving yourself rather, you know, <laughs> oh, no. really happy about that. So I kind of want to jump in if you don't mind. Uh, the article was talking about some big changes you made to your budget. Um, some near and dear to me, <laughs> which is first of all, like eating out. I think sure. with a lot of couples, if you don't mind talking about this, Sure. That's a big expense, food. You're talking about groceries, going out on dates, eating out. 
you guys drastically cut that back. What were some ways that you and Tim kind of saved on that without relying on ramen? No. So I'm a big, I'm a food obsessive person. Thankfully, Tim will eat anything I put in front of him, no matter what. uh, (laughs) Thank you. Uh, But but sometimes they're not good and he'll still eat it. And so he has no complaints. (laughs) So I got the the jackpot with Tim as an eater in in, in other ways too. (laughs) But But, so no, we're never going to, I don't think I've ever had ramen. And so, uh, so we used to look, so Tim and I used to be big spenders about four to five years ago. We were spending at that time, $115,000 a year. That doesn't include, uh, our, we saved quite a bit too. So it doesn't include savings. That doesn't include taxes. That's our spending. That's a lot of money. And we would look at our budget, at, we, not our budget, because we didn't have a budget. We would mm-hmm. track his spending since he got out of college. We've been together for 11 years. And every, tw- twice a year, in the summer and at the mm-hmm. end of the year, we would do a review of all of our spending, of every single thing we spent on a credit card or even in cash for the entire year. And what we found is that our dining and groceries was off the hook expensive. And we didn't do anything about this because we, so, I, I, so we also, we weren't in debt. We had nice incomes. We were saving. So we weren't just spending with credit card debt. We were fortunate about that. We had a mortgage, but we, so we looked at the, the numbers year after year, every six months. Holy moly, that's a lot of money on groceries and on dining out. And we realized, we put the two and two together with, with a couple, we had a couple steps in between, but we decided that by living, by spending much less money, we didn't have to work any longer. And even though we liked things about working, we would rather not be working. So, I mean, so we wanted our freedom and we, and some of those budget categories were hit hard by choice. Dining and groceries was one, entertainment was another, but dining and, and so for dining, so we, we did a couple tricks. We used to go out to very, we, without even a doubt, we'd go out to these nice restaurants all the time and order whatever, kind of whatever we wanted. So, so this was a big passion of ours. We, $150 for a meal wasn't any stretch and there were, there were five of us. So this wasn't just the two of us eating out. So okay, um, we would do that with some regular three children. Sushi. Oh, okay. Okay. So you were, you know, going out as a family of five. Okay. Yeah. Or yes. even as two. Yeah. Yes. We might spend a hundred bucks for two people and we wouldn't even have thought for a minute about that. So mm-hmm. we started making some changes first. So we, we, we didn't just go from going out to ramen and, and we're not at ramen, but so we, so first we did a step of, we would go sit at the, so I, I, we also wanted to be healthier. So we eating out at restaurants, three course meals, this isn't so healthy to do that all that often. So that wasn't in our plan either is to be unhealthy. So what we want, we decided to do is we sat at the bars of restaurants and we would order maybe two appetizers. So we'd okay. still go out to the restaurants, but instead of ordering a three course meal, we'd order, we, and so I, I would ask him, I'd say, please let's under order. We're not in a rush. We can order more food, but I, I didn't want to have leftover food for the next day. So if I'm going to have a, a nice indulgent meal, I don't want it to bleed over to another meal. So I said, let's, so that was first was that we'd sit at the bar and then I didn't feel self-conscious taking up a table in a restaurant. So we did that. Then we live in Colorado and there's an explosion of this quick casual restaurant like Chipotle. So much yeah. better than like your fast food restaurant, but like, so Chipotle would be an example that we have so many of them here. I don't know if these are where your readers live as well, but it's, it's big here. And so, so we then went to dine at these restaurants and, and we could pick what we wanted. Our, our food was quite affordable. And then we started cooking more at home. And so I got to be a better cook 
And what I realized is that half the time when I'm making food, it tastes that now that I've had a lot of practice, it tastes better than what we used to get out. So I'm able to, and I cook very healthy at home. So I'm able to, to make healthy food, save a ton of money on all those dining out expenses and eat better for it. That's, That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm so, sorry. No, no. I, I, I love hearing about this. And I have so many questions based on what you said. First of all, kudos to you to, to look at your spending, you know, because I know when I first started talking to my fiance at the time about money, like I couldn't even tell you how much debt I was in, yeah. um, you know, and then it's funny when you start tracking and you see how much you spend, it makes you like, maybe I'm not spending the way I really want to. So mm-hmm. you mentioned not um, spending as much meant you didn't have to work as long um, mm-hmm. and give you more option. Was that the first motivation for you guys to start looking at uh, changing your spending or was there some other conversation that kind of led to that? Would you like to? Sure. I mean, so the, the, I mean, there was a collection of things. So I guess we were looking at the money that we had in the bank and what we had saved and realized, well, this is a pretty decent chunk of money. And what we started to, to understand is that, well, to keep our lifestyle where it was, so spending $115,000 a year, actually there was a, a conversation with a life insurance agent, which introduced us to the 4% rule. Uh-huh. And to keep this $115,000 worth of spending in our life, we were going to have to work another 20 years in order to keep the spending level where it was. And we're like, well, maybe there's a different way to do this. And so we figured that out together. We figured that out together. And so by spending a lot less, we could pull our retirement in by a decade or more. As a matter of fact, we so, retired the next year. That's right. <laughs> it took one year. Yeah. Wow. So once, once we realized what the equation looked like and what the key was, was to get our spending down. Once we made this realization, we immediately started changing our life. We immediately started trying to get rid of our house. We, I think our house was on the market within six months of us realizing wow. that, well, if we didn't have this house in our life, we didn't have all the spending in our life, we could actually be done with work in, immediately. And so, we needed to get rid of the big house. We yeah. had a 6,000 square foot house that we had to get rid of. And so we, we went on this really harried trip to, to, to London and Paris. We were there for 10 days. It went way too fast. And so after we came back from this trip, it's like we were go, 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 go. The very next day, we had to go back to work. As soon as we were back from our trip, we had to go back to work. Jet like, lag. There's, we just don't want to have this. We, we love to travel. We want to be able to do this on a slower pace. And so... Um, having jobs when you only have a couple of weeks of vacation a year, that's what you can do. And so we realized that we don't want to have this. And so, um, so that was also something that sort of pushed us down this path. So I'd say the two things that really were, were important to us moving down this path quickly was this conversation with the, the, the life insurance guy and this trip to Europe, which sort of said, we, we want to be away from work as soon as possible. We want our freedom as soon as possible. Yeah. Maybe I really don't like the term retired because we don't feel like we're retired, even though there's this movement that we're, we feel like we're part of this financially independent retired early thing. Um, the, the retired part, we don't resonate with. See, I much. resonate. I love it. <laughs> so we, have the freedom, I love it. we have the freedom to do whatever we want. So it makes people like ask every Amy, single time, like, uh, what do you do? Amy like, keeps us busier now with her <laughs> activities than we ever were when we were working. So uh, I don't know what she's talking about. So, she's <laughs> so we're not. So like work. I mean, you enjoy working. It's not like, and you do bring up a good point. A lot of people associate, oh, if I'm financially independent, now I can sit back on the beach and relax. And if you want that, that is an option. But the whole idea is the independence is deciding and choosing how you want to spend your time. 
That's exactly right. right. <laughs> yep. Every day we wake up and we have the choices that we can make versus mm -hmm. our choice isn't, you got to go to work. Our choice is we can do whatever we'd like to do today. So you mentioned in Colorado, sort of the same in Raleigh, North Carolina, where there's a lot of restaurants, quick casual, that add up, but it seems to kind of be the norm or the new normal. And there's this unspoken kind of peer pressure, like, hey, if you're at the office, hey, we're going to go out to Chipotle's or we're going to go out to Cadoba or whatever it is. Did you feel that? Um, and do you think that contributed to you guys spending so much with eating out? I did. So I worked in an office. Tim was on an airplane from Tuesday through Friday and had an expense account with what he did. But I was in an office and I did go out for a full year. I think I gained, I think it was 25 pounds in, in that year, which is some significant amount of weight. Mm -hmm. And so I shifted. I, it was January the 3rd, I think it was, that I had a, a New Year's resolution. I decided instead of going out for lunch, I would go out on a nice walk. Colorado's blessed that year round we have generally pretty nice weather. So I go out on a walk for an hour and it would not only clear my head from a crazy business day, but it would not have me spending all this money on lunch. And it was a healthy habit. So that was super terrific. But I do want to mention this, the, the, Quick casual, the quick casual restaurant. What we would do, there's two things now we, we yeah. do if we go. The first is order the children's meal. I have done this hmm. over 50 times for myself. And so first of all, we used to, we had children who were younger, so I, I got used to it with them. And then I noticed as, as everyone got older, it's still, it's the children's portions. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're eating grilled cheese and mac, and uh, who doesn't love a grilled cheese? But you're, you're not eating like kid food. You're eating a yeah. smaller portion of these giant serving. So at Chipotle, they, I mean, who needs this burrito that's the size of your waist? So they have the kids meal, you have these little taco shells and you pick what you want in it. And it's just a smaller portion for like $5. And I have ordered them for just myself alone. I didn't have any children with me. I've ordered these at, at over 10 different quick casual sorts of restaurants, maybe 20. And I have never been stopped a single time. So I've offered this to a lot of people. They have all this apprehension that they're going to be stopped because they're not children. Nobody cares. And yeah. they're like a half size portion usually of what you're already going to get. And if you're really that hungry, maybe just get something else or maybe get, go home and have an apple or I don't know. Yeah, water, water, drink more water too. Drink a lot water. of it is the, the thirst. So, yeah, so you don't have the big giant portion. Tip. And yeah, and then we also, uh, so now we found it a little even cheaper. So we're always thinking, how can we make this cheaper? And so even the two kids meals, at $5 each, we could still get this cheaper. So what we do is we now split one entree and share that. And that's probably about seven fifty with water. And then that's, that's about the right size yeah, for us. And we have eliminated pretty much all soda from our, we do our, not we buy beverages. We don't buy anymore. beverages. Occasionally we'll have alcohol out, but that's few and far between. Something else I guess we've realized as we made this transition is that now when we do dine out, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's a treat. So it's yeah. not like yeah. when we were eating out every day at lunch. It was like, well, this is just commonplace. Or just on any date night. Just, or, any, yeah, right. just for so any reason. When we do eat out, it's, it's a treat. So we, we do like what we cook. And so um, that makes it a lot better. Also, we have more time to cook now. So it's like we, yeah. we have all this free time. So we have time to actually make meals for ourselves. But I think even for people that, um, that are still working, mm -hmm. so it's really not that much effort to, to cook for yourself and it's worth the money that you'd save. I would think, so I don't know how much that's something we should probably should have analyzed the numbers, but we are saving a, a phenomenal amount of money. Not phenomenal amount of money. And also Tim's lost 40 pounds since he was yeah. a road warrior. Oh, and I lost, I lost 30 yeah. by, by eating at home. So it, this was a good habit, not just for money. 
It's yeah, very that's easy fantastic. to have all three courses Thank of a meal when somebody else is paying for it. So, so I, I love this, how you guys were eating out. That's kind of your default. And now you're eating in, cooking more of your own food. I think a fear for a lot of couples is I'm not a natural cook. So, you know, how can I still have manageably delicious, some fantastic, you know, meals at home and still get that? Uh, without the high price tag. Are there any go-to recipes? Yeah, and we could both talk about this. For So we both want to jump in. So we look at our circulars. So we get our circulars on Tuesdays. We look at those and understand what's on sale. Because we aren't at work, we do have the time to go to two or three different stores because that fits into our life. But do what fits into your life. And so see what's on sale. And sometimes we stock up. We stock our freezer with meat that's on sale. We stock up our pantry with with canned tomatoes or something like that. When it comes to beans, I prefer now, I just cook them dry. They go so much further than canned beans. And, and, it's, and I, I, freeze, I make them, I freeze them and take out two cup servings as I'm using them. So, so it doesn't have, so what I used to do when I was a busy at, at work and I was trying to save money on food, I would do what I called component cooking. So I'd oh. maybe, I, yeah, so I'd make like a batch yeah. of, of brown rice. I'd make a batch of a package of pasta. I'd make, like a whole bunch of maybe like ground beef or something like that and make tacos, like taco meat. Mm-hmm. I have an instant pot. So there's something I love that's called a salsa yeah. chicken. It's only, it's, it's salsa chicken. And I think it's cumin and maybe garlic powder. That's it. And mm-hmm. it's super easy. So I might just make, I might buy three pounds of ground uh, uh, chicken breast, not ground, just regular chicken breast, pop it in my instant pot. It's done in half an hour. And then we always have, so you can pop it in a tortilla. You can put it in a potato. You can serve it over rice. Super duper easy. You could eat it over salad. We've done all of the above. And so that's a really easy way is how is get, and I'm not, I was never one of those people to cook for a whole week on a weekend. I admire yeah. them to do, but that was overwhelming for me. So, so having just like a oh, great, having a pot of brown rice that takes a while to make. So just having that, it, but it lasts for a while. So mm-hmm. put it in the refrigerator so that that's ready to go. So maybe all you need to make is something like to go on top of it. And maybe mm-hmm. that doesn't take so long. Oh, so Something else that Amy did is she's built a repertoire of things that we really like. And so early on when we first were were married, so Amy would make something different every day. She wanted to have some diversity in what we would have to eat. And so we actually have gone through all the cookbooks that she, she's, she has, and we've picked out some recipes that we know we're going to like. And so when we see something that's on sale at the grocery store, we know we can go home and we can build something that's going to be delicious. And something else that we looked at, we didn't implement this, but something that, uh, that people should look at, I think, are things like Blue Apron and services like that, which deliver a completed meal. That's going to be more cost effective than eating out. For us, we sort of skipped over that step, but that's going to be something they've, that, that meal is probably going to be delicious that you're going to get from Blue Apron and going to and be quick. less expensive and quick versus eating out. So those services are really compelling, I think, for somebody who's in a hurry and doesn't have enough time to necessarily cook for themselves. Yeah. Since you are asking about the groceries, Elle, I'm going to mention this too. So there's two two tips here. Number one, always look at your grocery receipts. So if you have a mind of like kind of understanding how much gross things cost and just keeping those numbers in your mind, I know that's not for everybody, but Tim and I, so I kind of, I know if bananas are 59 cents and they ring up on the scale at 99 cents, I'll stop. So I'll stop them. And I'm going to say that maybe one out of every three trips that I make to the grocery store, there's an error, whether it's, 
Yeah. So look at your, so you don't have to, so I try to be kind of eagle eyes on the register so that I, so that I can stop it right then. I don't want to stand back in line later, but uh, so I, I try to be fully focused on everything that's scanning through. Is that the price that I thought it was? And also, so maybe you're getting a tomato that you think is 99 cents a pound. Maybe it, you, maybe it was put in the wrong place and it's 3.99 a pound. And that tomato is now 250 for one tomato. Well, that's kind of crazy. So I want to be noticing that as things are coming across. So paying attention at the grocery store is a big one. So if you have distractions i tell tim like do not talk with me when when they're doing our scanning and so and so that would be so maybe leave the children at home the other thing is go to the grocery store and so even if i didn't get the circular or maybe i'm so i so sometimes i just come home with here is the stuff that's on sale so i try not to buy too many processed foods because they're, they're not as good for us and um, and I, so I buy a lot of produce and, and meat. And so I buy that, the things that are the most discounted that week. So and I am a, a recipe person. So I won't just say, here's my recipe. I'm going to go find every one of these ingredients. I'll do substitutions with, so if asparagus is $3 a pound and broccoli is 99 cents a pound, well, we're going to make that asparagus dish with some broccoli and no problem. It's a vegetable mm -hmm. to vegetable. We like them both. Yeah. So, so going without like this fixed thing in your head of like, I have got to get these things on my list. Now we kind of go with like what's on sale and how are we going to, and the more you get practiced at it, mm -hmm. the better things go. So maybe you might have a couple duds. I still have duds, but it, it gets better as you do it. Yeah. But I, I love how you guys test things out and see how it goes. Special thanks to Tim and Amy for being a part of the show. If you're interested in finding out more about how they were able to slash their spending in other areas besides food, see how they retired early, or just ask them a question, please check out GoWithLess.com. As always, I'll have the info, detail, and resources in the show notes to help you to get started, including the free Frugal Foodie Challenge. Just head over to CoupleMoney.com slash EatWell. Okay. So this week is America Saves Week, and Couple Money is a part of it. It's a national campaign to get people saving. Set a goal, come up with a plan, and make it automatic. And America Saves is having some great contests to get you started. The big one is the I'm for Saving sweepstakes. It's easy to enter. What you do is you take a picture or record a quick video sharing your savings goal and your plan for reaching it. You have a chance to win $500 towards your goal and then potentially boost your prize by another 250 by sharing it socially on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'd love for you to save and earn some money this week. And as a bonus for partnering up with this campaign, America Saves is offering a $100 gift card for a couple money community member. That's you. All you have to do is take the pledge. So the link you want to use is couplemoney.com slash America Saves. I can't wait to see who wins that. So come on, as soon as you're able to, take the pledge, come up with your goal, and share it. I hope it helps 2018 be your best year ever. Our theme song was written and performed by Gentle Regime. Additional music by Lee Rosevere and Music for Makers. Finally, and most importantly, Thank you so much for your support. Every time you are sharing your tips and stories in the podcast episodes, it's helping others feel more comfortable talking about money as a couple, as a family. 
I hope you have a great week. Take care.